0: Headliner Radio, the creative voice.
1: Today we're excited to welcome Grammy Award winning DJ producer producer Afrojack onto the podcast to talk about his brand new track, Hero, in collaboration with David Guetta. So welcome Nick, how are you today?
0: I'm very good, Alice, how are you?
1: Really good, thank you so much for joining us. Um, How's it going this week for you? Uh, What did you say? How's it going this week for you?
0: Busy, 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 busy. As usual. Yeah, I've been recently playing a lot of uh, Call of Duty Warzone in my spare time, and unfortunately this week I've not had any time to play. But, uh, you know, work hard, play hard. So work hard now, figure out a new time to play hard.
1: Yeah, Call of Duty later. Priorities, Nick.
0: Yes. (laughs)
1: So um, obviously the track is out now, and of course it's not your first collaboration with David Guetta. Of course you've already collaborated on Titanium, Hey Mama, and uh, this one's for you, of course. So um, where did the idea for Hero come from, and how did you go about collaborating um, on this track?
0: So the collaboration started in Los Angeles with Stargate, who already had the acapella of the song done. So it was already written; the vocal was already there, but there was no music. They just had a acapella. I don't know why, but this was the situation. But when I heard the acapella, I was like, this is like a mega gigantic EDM song if we produce it right. So uh, I called David. Uh, We started working on the concept. started building the record. uh, And then after that, I think we wanted to release it in March 2020. We wanted to present it March 2020 at Ultra. And then COVID happened and everything got canceled. So we had to halt the record for, well, until there was like any point to release a big dance record like this. Because like, and when I say big, I don't mean like it's going to hit massive numbers. I'm talking about the vibe of it. It has mm-hmm. major chords. It has like a big build up, a pumping drop. The last time this stuff was on the radio, I think was, poof, Uh don't you reach out to Swedish House Mafia? I think that was like the last big room progressive type of record that hit the radio. And after that, everything went like underground and more relaxed. And then the smokers came and everything was pop. So what we're doing is actually very uh, risky to do a song like this. Mm. Like uh, you're in the UK, you know, like the, the Joe Corey sound is completely taking over the world. And here we are doing this, uh, this big big sounding song so it's very interesting to see what's going to happen but yeah. it definitely feels like dance music is at a point where everyone just wants to celebrate and go out and dance
1: yeah and i think obviously uh, everyone's going to be ready for that hopefully sooner rather than later i'm not sure how it is where you are but obviously we're just starting to open up again in the uk and they're trying uh, some live I have,
0: events i have greenfields planned this season so uh it looks good. UK looks very good.
1: Okay. Are you in the Netherlands?
0: I'm in Belgium right now. Oh,
1: Belgium. Excuse me. How's it there? Uh,
0: honestly, I don't know. I don't go out a lot. So <laughs> I, I have studios here and uh, I spend a lot of time in studio sessions with the artists on my label. And like I'm either inside the compound or, or I'm in a different country. I, I really never go out anymore very weird actually when you think about it but uh yeah you know like i said work hard play hard and now my version of playing because i can't dj is uh, playing call of duty streaming being do- together digitally with fans and the community
1: mm, it's just adapting isn't it to this different world that we're living in at the moment which it sounds like you're doing very well
0: it's, it's going fine so far yes
1: mm. and um for anyone listening that doesn't know, so the song was co-written by Ellie Goulding, Stargate, Ryan Tedder and Jamie Scott. So some, obviously some big, super talented songwriters. So how did you get involved and what were your immediate thoughts going on in your head and what spin you could put on it when you first heard it? I imagine you hear a track and think you go into this creative zone or something or you can imagine what you're going to do.
0: Yeah, when you hear something, you don't really, you rarely think like you, about the names. You just like, you hear the music. You hear the song and you're like, this is what we can do with it. This is what I can do with it. I would do it like this and that. And then you just start doing. And no matter what's the name on the song, like, of course, it's cool that they're big names. So you think about the potential. But if you think, start thinking about the potential, then the focus in your head could become very easily like, how do I achieve maximum streams with this? And instead of how can I make this to what it should be? So when I started working on the song, I never thought about like, oh wow, it's, it's Ryan Tedder. Now I should, I should maximize my opportunity. It was more like, mm-hmm. okay, it's cool, but it's a great song, let's work on the song. When I heard the song, I, like I heard the song, the song was in my head, like the, the everything, the way it is now, I already heard it. It's just a question of like executing. I was surprised that it was not executed before.
1: Mm, Okay, and then, so what is it, where did you start with this, with how you approach putting it together, and how do you and David work together on this, because I imagine you've got um, a really nice flow of how you collaborate now after you've done a few together, is that right in saying?
0: It's like going out to drink a beer with a very good friend, Mm. you don't plan, you don't have a way of doing it, it's just like, hey, you want to go to the bar? Yeah, let's go, okay, meet you there, (laughs) kind of like that. So with this record, I started with the chord progression and then sent it to him. And then we started building from that point and just sent back and forth. But when you think about, like, again, like when you're thinking about how people make songs, it's not like we're scientists and we go like, "Hmm, well, this should go here and that should go there. It's like we're just four people dancing. You know like dancing you're just having fun you go to a club you go dancing you're not thinking about how you're dancing you're just dancing Mm. and we film the dancing and the the end result becomes the song does that make sense
1: yeah it actually does it actually does
0: yeah (laughs) i can also tell you about the compressor settings and the eq settings but it's like that it and even that doesn't make the song like when you sit behind the piano and you hit chords and you're like wow that feels right you cannot explain why it feels right maybe max martin can like mm. he's a, I think he's a scientist when it comes to music but for me like i cannot tell you why why sometimes two notes next to each other sound right or there needs to be an extra space between like it just you feel it or you don't feel it
1: yeah you just know Okay so uh, interesting your song this song, will be played sorry during the grand final of the Eurovision Song Contest Um, so that's a huge huge platform for artists to get in front of a very large audience obviously everyone's going to be in that party mood um, and it will be the first time in history uh, in the Eurovision Song Contest that a DJ performs at the Interval Act during the final so this is huge how does it feel to be the first DJ to perform there and was it an immediate yes from you when you got asked about this?
0: Uh, it was definitely immediate, yes. But for me, it feels like uh, an, an honor to be a part of this, basically. Like, it, it doesn't, like to me, it doesn't like, oh, let's ask Afrojack. Like, okay. Like, I just feel lucky I get to be part of it. And uh, like you said, it's a gigantic, gigantic platform. It's maybe one of the biggest platforms in the world. There's 250 million people watching. So to have this platform to present a new song, of course, completely fucking insane but to also think about the platform that it offers to new and upcoming artists like this this show every year has the power to create a new artist out of nothing like out of nothing you can just like hello i'm here and you can present yourself to 250 million people which is completely unheard of i didn't know this before i started participating in in this setup But now that I know this, I'm like, wow, we have to. Like, music needs to, I say, the music industry needs to embrace this. This is gigantic. You're not going to get that anywhere else in the world. Maybe the Olympics.
1: Mm, Almost on part of the Super Bowl, I suppose.
0: Almost. (laughs) Well, yeah, no, no, but Super Bowl is only America. True. True. Like the the viewership from the rest of the world is very tiny. Like if I ask any Dutch or Dubai friends, like "Yo, did you watch the Super Bowl?" Like the the what? (laughs) Of course, everyone in America watches that, so that's also very big for America. This is Europe and big part of the world, Mm. and Europe is like all tiny countries. So for me, it's like market-wise, it's a lot more. How you say? Special that you can reach so many different languages with one one moment
1: mm. yeah absolutely well i can't wait to see the performance and best of luck with it sounds like it's going to be quite the party so thank you so much for joining us today it's been such a pleasure be my
0: best. thank you
1: oh, you're so welcome thanks nick
0: thanks alice bye Bye-bye. headliner radio supporting the creative community